Welcome back to the Unstuck Movement. I am your host, Rob Z. We created this platform, this podcast, for people out there to find breakthrough in their lives. I'm all about finding breakthrough, because if we can find that breakthrough, it'll break the chains of the things that have been holding us back in our lives. We find breakthrough, we reach higher levels of potential for ourselves. God gave us unlimited potential for our lives to create. And the more we can find breakthrough, get past those limiting beliefs, the more we can become a fuller version of who we were meant to be. And I just love having a platform where we tell these stories that bring incredible people on to talk about stories of breakthrough, getting unstuck to give you an example of how it can happen for you in your life. I have to thank the amazing sponsors of this podcast, the Authors Millionaire Academy, the Connected Leaders Academy, and Unleash You Now. If you want to know more information about them, check the notes in this show. Today, I have brought on the powerful and the amazing Al Kareem Shatour. Now, Al Kareem is based in Ontario, Canada. He believes that energy is the fundamental driver of existence. He's a seasoned entrepreneur who empowers business owners and professionals to enhance their emotional quotient by integrating business acumen, empathy, and energy practice. Having experienced the high-stress business world for 20 years, Al Kareem aims to guide clients in designing lives filled with love, joy, and abundance by by revitalizing their perception. Al Kareem, thank you so much for being a part of the Unstuck Movement. Thanks for having me, Rock. Absolutely. It's a joy to have you here. I always love talking to you. I'm so glad we got a chance to reconnect and make this happen. And I love to start these episodes with a question because we ask the right questions, we get the right answers in our lives to find those breakthroughs. So I'm going to ask you this question and have the audience think about this, right? What was it for you that caused you to continually have setbacks in your life? What was that 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 created those setbacks and, and created that continuous pattern? And how did you break through from that and get unstuck? Well, first of all, thank you for having me. Yeah, you know what? I think we have tried a couple of times to connect and today's the day because I strongly believe that there are no coincidences in life, synchronities. So somebody's on the podcast today listening to because this is what they need to listen to today. Um, you know, I go back to almost three generations and I'll start with the story because I always find that when you tell a story, it's really impactful, right? And this is a real story. My grandparents moved from India to Kenya and they left because there was a setback that happened over there for my grandmother and the place actually burnt down. And so my grandfather had to move and to move to Kenya. We set up a successful business in Kenya and guess what happened? Another fire. Moved from there to come to Tanzania. Now, Tanzania, we became very successful. Everything went good. But we moved to Canada after that. And at in uh, I think it was 82, my young cousin, while trying to figure out how a matchstick works, started a fire in our home. 19, uh, sorry, 2017, my place burnt down. And I lost everything, my business in fire. Now, I forget what the period is, but I think it's about a 30 or 35 year period in between that we have consistently had fires in our family. Hmm. Setback after setback after setback after setback. 
and you wonder why you have recurring setbacks, right? And sometimes you you build up and then you fall with those setbacks, right? So those are the setbacks that I put together just in the last six months when I went back to the history to find out why this was happening. So often we talk about this recurring curses or recurring events that are happening in our life, right? Yeah. So when we left Tanzania, I didn't tell you that we had a fire. But what ended up happening is that the government had a crackdown and the business was confiscated. And we actually, my parents had to fly out overnight, leaving everything behind. Hmm. So you, you see this pattern of growth and fall, growth and fall, growth and fall. And why are you experiencing that? The reason why you're experiencing that is that, remember, we're energy beings. And my introduction talked about a little bit about the energy, but I never really put it all together. I never really understood energy. My parents have this friend in Kenya. Her name is Almas. And she used to visit once a year to come to Edmonton. And my parents would say, got to talk to her. And I'm like, I'm a, I'm a science guy. I have a computer science degree. Like I, I, although I was in the furniture business, I, my background was science. And I'm like, talk to me science and I will understand this thing. Don't give me this voodoo stuff, right? And they're like, no, no, you got to talk to her. And then when the fire happened, I went into a very dark place. Right? And often when we get the setbacks, when we get this repeating setbacks, you start questioning, why me? Why is this happening to me? And remember, I started our conversations with there's no coincidences, there's only synchronicities. The universe is always conspiring for your highest good. Right? We've read this in The Alchemist. And so when this fire happened, I got introduced to her again because my brother said, you got to talk to her. So the first time she did my energy healing for me, she did what's called the body code. Um, it's 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 a it's a modality by Dr. Bradley Nelson out of the U.S. He was a chiropractor, understood energy healing, and and did that. And Rob, she told me things that only I would have known. She told me things about my family that only I would have known. She told me about events in the past that had happened that had been passed down to me that only I would understand and recognize she would not know those as much as she knew my parents because there were events that had happened in my life that I would have not no no I had not even spoken to my wife about it mm -hmm. that's how the personal they were and those were all combined impacting me so remember we're 70 percent water we're energy beings and when you I'm going to step back over here right when somebody sees you Rob that knew your parents or your grandparents how often have they said, oh, my goodness, you look so much like your mom or you look so much like your dad? Why is that? Because genetically, there are things that are passed down to you so that you have those same features. Mm -hmm. If we're energy beings, then those trapped emotions, those trapped energies that are in our body also get transformed. And that's why we have those continually setbacks or continually having challenges in our life. and we until they're addressed, until we face them head on, you will continually see them. Mm -hmm. And that's what changed for me. When I figured out what were those blockages and how could I release them? How could I understand them? Now, you know, body code, emotion code is one modality. There's way different ways of identifying and, you know, addressing them. And I'm sure that you work with some of those mindset ones as well. But those are the reasons that they happen. And that's how we overcome them. Yeah, the generational curses, right? 
they're real. Absolutely. Like they stay, yeah. they stick in our family line and they get carried down. Addiction is one of the biggest ones. Uh, you know, you can think of heart disease, another one that seems to be carried through, but there's uh, the poverty mindset, right? This idea yeah. Yeah. with money. What you can get as specific or as non-specific as you'd like, but what was it like for you breaking those? Like an example of like, what was it that you were dealing with and what did you do that broke it? Like how, how did that go for you? Sure. Yeah. So my biggest, uh, you know, uh, one was around money, right? You know, I, I, I have this book coming up that I, I mentioned this is that our family almost had the Midas touch, right? We had the Midas touch. Anything that we touched literally turned to gold. And that was a strong mindset that we had. But on the other hand, there was this genetic or, you know, generational uh, curse, if you want to say, that we're going to lose it because that was the history, right? Mm. You build, you lose. You lose, build, you lose. You build, you lose, right? So that was always in my back mind, right? And there's also this saying, you know, uh, the first generation builds, the second generation, sorry, the first generation starts, the second generation builds, the third generation destroys, especially in family-owned businesses, right? Yeah, I was that third generation. So that was already in my mind. One, we go through this cycle, Third, I'm the third generation. I'm going to lose it. I'm going to lose it. And God behold, it. that's exactly what happened. So sometimes it's mindfulness. Sometimes it's, you know, you talk about addiction. You talk about poverty. Addiction happens because you don't know how to deal with it. So now you're looking for something else that's going to give you the temporary relief. My temporary relief was I go spend more money. You know, go buy clothes. Go buy the final things in life. Go eat outside well. You know, have a nicer things. And that's what I used to do. So then I, at the end of the day, it's like, I don't have money because this is the reason I'm going to lose it all. Right. And so that constantly happened. And so when the fire happened, that was sort of the last call from the universe. Right. And I, 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 I help this with my clients as well. Right. I tell them there's going to be four events in your life at the age of 12, around 30, around 50, and then around 70, the universe will sort of give you hints to change that curse, that generational curse, that energy that, that that's blocking you. Are we willing to listen is the question. And we're not listening, it just becomes worse, right? Mm -hmm. And it's not because you're being punished, but you're being made more aware. Think of going to school, right? Your first exam is not as hard as your last exam because you haven't learned your lessons yet. If you were to give, give you the last exam the first day, 100% failure, right? But you build it up. Now, if you don't do well, you have an option of learning and getting better. But if you don't pass that grade, what happens? You can move on to the next grade. It's the same thing in our life. Until you learn your last lesson for that particular time, you can't move on to the next one. My problem is I was not learning those lessons. I was like, ego comes into play. Maybe the mindset comes into play. So for me, when that fire happened and I realized that I needed to change my mindset, I needed to release those trapped emotions that were blocked in my body, whether it was generational, which I had gotten from my grandparents, or which was one that I had built myself from the experiences that I had had in my life, right? Uh, both of those combined, when I got those released, when I let those go, um, it made a huge difference. You talked about being personal. I will be a little personal, and I haven't shared this with too many people. One of the impacts that also shows up when you're struggling with a lot of the setbacks is you'll find that your health gets also impacted. Most of the people that you see that are struggling with setbacks and stuff like that have a health issue. So we talked about obesity, 
We talked about addiction. We talked about, you know, heart attack and stuff like that. Those are only symptoms of your body telling you there's something wrong in your energy, that you need to fix that. So some of us will have obesity. Some of us will have a sweet tooth. Some of us will have addiction to drugs, alcohol, whatever it may be. For me and for generations, for us, it's been the stomach. So I had terrible ulcerative colitis to the point, you know, and I'm going to be sounding a little embarrassing over here, but I'd, I'd carry a second pair of underwear with me everywhere I went mm. because I didn't know if I would be able to find the washroom in time to be able to go. And I really, you know, it would be a little trigger, either an event, a food, you know, memory, and it would happen, right? And so I always did that because I knew that, that was, that's how bad it was for me. Mm. So when I realized what was causing that, and that energy blockage that was there for me. And I released that through this mentor that I had in Africa. It was amazing. I had this relief. I had this sort of, you know, sort of taking that garbage that you're carrying over and over and over and just letting go. And then you get this clarity of mind. And you start seeing events, opportunities that otherwise you would not be able to see. So we talk about this poverty, right? It's not that we can't get out of poverty. The people that are actually maybe in that um, in that pool are probably even smarter than you and I combined. But they're just not seeing that opportunity because they're so blocked with that energy. Mm-hmm. And so when you start seeing those opportunities, just you recognize them, right? We talk about you know rose-colored glasses. It's not rose-colored glasses that we have. It's are you seeing the right opportunity, right? Seeing that glass half full as opposed to half empty. Mm-hmm. Right, and when you and and that was that change for me, that that you know releasing those trapped emotions was a big one for me, because once I released those trapped emotions, there was this clarity, and then my mindset could be corrected. So it's a stepped process, right? It's just not one or the other. We often try and address the mindset very early, but if you're constantly in that grind of thought that's already in your body and it's 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 a blocked um, energy. Uh, you, the best example I can give is, you know, my wife has beautiful long hair and we have a shower and every few months I have to go and pull that hair out, right? Now, there's a couple of things you can do, right? You can go and pull that hair out and then the water will flow. You can leave it there. And it's going to overflow all the time, which is where we, we're stuck in that environment. We're not addressing the root cause, right? The worst what people do is put Drano in it which is where we revert to drugs, alcohol, prescriptions, you know, me spending money outside just because that gave me the satisfaction. You know what? I feel better about myself now, right? But what does the drain or do? It actually kills the pipes. Mm -hmm. So you're not solving the problem. The key is getting to that root cause. What is that root cause? And for each individual, it's going to be different. That setback is going to be different for each individual. But you need to address that and find out where is it coming from. Hi, my name is Jose Escobar, and I'm the founder and CEO of the Connected Leaders Academy. We're a growing tribe, a community of entrepreneurs all over the world, globally, all across the country, high performers, titans of industry. If you're an entrepreneur and you're looking to grow personally and professionally, scale your influence, develop your skill sets, move the needle in your business, more clients, more money, more profit, the bottom line, and of course, grow your circle and your network like never before, This is where you want to be. Join the Connected Leaders Academy today. We are scaling massively. 
We want to welcome you in. Check me out on Instagram and on Facebook, the at symbol JASCO25. We look forward to having you join us. Take care. Really interesting. I love that analogy of the hair in the pipes because it is, you think about like when you let a problem go for that long, then you have to reserve to an unhealthy, you have to, re you, your resources then go to an unhealthy solution, which would be the Drano. It, it's right. like poison you're pouring down the pipes. And I also think like, where the heck's that Drano going afterwards? Now it's going into the water supply system, right? Whatever this I crap is that is dumped in my drain because I didn't keep up with the things that I needed to be keeping up with. And there's this, I talk about this thing a lot, walking past problems when, and this is such a daily thing in your house, clothes that aren't picked up, dishes that aren't done. You need yeah. to, you know, sometimes you'll be like, I need to vacuum the carpet. And I'll say it to myself for a week before I vacuum the carpet when I could do it and it'd be done in 10 minutes. Right. And yeah. when you walk past those problems all day long, they eventually seem insurmountable because you've ignored so many they've built up. Now that's like simple in your house kind of stuff. Right. But right. that's how our, our lives are like. So you're talking about that hair. You pull that hair out every couple of days or whatever, or once a week, whatever needs to be pulled out. You're fine. Things are okay. Absolutely. Let problems pile up. That's when yeah. they become like these major, it's, it's, it's the classic mountain into a molehill, but you're taking that molehill and creating a mountain out of it because you've ignored it. Yeah. And, and, and think about it. Now we're moving it from generation to generation to right. generation. Imagine the buildup that's happening because, you know, you, you're bringing something. Now you're going to build to it. Now you're going to build more to it. And until you address it, and, and, and there is a trap there, right? And I hope that our, our listeners don't get into the trap that now it's built up so much I can't do anything about it. Right. Because that's not the case. It's I your, you're you called that. to do something. It's your opportunity. You know, you have That's a chance right. to be the ultimate leader in your lineage to, to break those things. 100%, right? 100%. And you know, when you were talking about, you know, the cleaning and stuff like that, I was recently reading a post or was it a book that I was reading? And he goes, you know, there's a reason why military or the army and everybody insist on doing your bed every day. Like that's number one, right? Polish your shoes and make sure your bed is done, right? Like that has to be there. And I remember going to a, 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 a private school in when I was really young in Kenya. And every day in the morning, the headmistress would actually do a check as we were going to class. Your clothes had to be ironed, your shoes had to be polished, right? And that sets that mentality and that's that, that, that how you begin with your, your day and having that discipline, right? And once you have that discipline, when you have that uh, in your routine, things start falling in place because now you say, well, you know what? I've, I've done the first step. I've got my first success. And then the rest of the day just falls into play for you. And and just like we talked about generational curses, take the first step. Take the first step, you know, chip it. And and it's like, you know, any yard work that you've done, it always seems overwhelming in the beginning. Yeah. But once you start chipping in it, it seems like the rest of it just starts falling apart by itself. You don't have, it's the first few steps are not as difficult as the last few steps. Yeah, I was... I was pulling weeds last night at my my fiance's house and we had let these leaves these weeds grow for the entire summer pretty much right so i'm out there and it was towards the end of the night so it was gonna get dark in like an hour and so i was like in this rush to rip all these weeds up when i know like i actually i like doing yard work it it's relaxing to me you're yeah. out in the sun you know you're sweating a little bit you're digging your hands in dirt so there's there's a lot of value in it but i found myself like uh a bit 
rushed and a bit annoyed. And then the next door neighbor came over and he's an older guy. He loves to chit chat. So he starts chatting with me and I'm thinking, you need to get out of here because I got to get this done. I'm like frustrated when I normally like talking to this guy. And so it illuminated to me and what we're talking right now just brought this up. Like it's because I put it off until like, it's not the last minute I could go do it today also, but I wanted to get it done last night in a very short amount of time. Something I normally enjoy became something that was frustrating and like overwhelming. Yeah. And everything in life is kind of like that. Like Mm -hmm. let those things pile up. Um, And something you had said uh, that I think is really important to it's it's really hard to see our own stuff, which is people. I I work with people like this and I have friends who say these things like they enjoy being the lone wolf. Mm -hmm. There's like this romanticizing being the lone wolf. But you it's very hard for you to see your own stuff. And even if you can see it, it's very hard for you to do anything about it. I always find it so fascinating. It's so easy to see problems in other people. It's so easy, but it's so hard to see it in yourself. And even if you can see it, it's so hard to like consistently do something about it. So we need people to reveal those blocks. Right. Yeah. And I think for you, that's what you were saying, too, with the, the, the guy in Africa that you had found. Like, we need people to do that. And we can't walk through life being having this lone wolf mentality. It does not work. No. It's yeah, a broken 100%. system. You know, when you say that, I'll tell you what comes to mind. And I'll, I'll, I'll put it back to where you started the show and talked about, you know, faith and having that religious aspect of our lives. And it doesn't matter whether you're Christian, Arab, Muslim, Jewish, you know, it, it's 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 outside of religion. It's it's having their faith in, in that higher divine power, right? Mm. But I think a lot of times what happens is we often associate ego with somebody who is wealthy or well-to-do and stuff like that. But no matter what spectrum you're in, ego comes into play. So when you're not able to see yourself into it, it's because it's that ego, right? I can do this, I'm or I'm stuck into this. It's a positive or negative ego, right? Because it's not absolute, right? It's mm-hmm. positive or negative ego. I'm stuck in this and you're in that negative ego cycle or I can do this no matter what. I don't need anybody's help. They're both egos. And if you break the word ego down, it's actually an acronym, right? It stands for edging God out, mm-hmm. right? And so when you don't have that faith that it can be done, it can be broken. Um, and we... You and I as coaches and consultants and stuff like that are just a medium, uh, an avenue through which, you know, that divine power is allowing somebody else to be able to see those things and be able to transform themselves. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, man. And I've I've heard that acronym for ego before. It's so good. Edging God out because it's like putting and it's and and pride goes right along with it. Right. Because now you are. (sighs) you are putting everything on your shoulders. Like you have to do it all and good freaking luck with that. Good luck doing it all. Like it's <laughs> yeah. not going to happen. Like you're going to, it's well, going to be a rough, rough road. Um, well, you know, we, we refer to this as kids often, right? When we're raising our kids, that it takes a community to raise kids mm-hmm. or it takes a community to raise a family, but it does take a community to raise yourself as well. Right. Mm-hmm. It takes everybody to be put together, to be able to help you and grow. And what is it? You're the, average of the five people that surround you, make sure you're surrounded by the people that are lifting you and raising you and and, and bringing you out of those setbacks that you have. Because if you're constantly around people that are influencing those setbacks, which is one of the things that was happening with me and my family, because we were all constantly in that same mindset, right? It was, I I had a family business, you know, talked about why I was stuck in there because everybody had the same mindset. 
So you are constantly hearing this, right? You're going to lose all the money. The business is going to falter. This is going to happen. This is going to happen. And it, it just reinforces that idea. The moment you break out of that and you go to somebody who gives you a whole new perspective in life, now you have an opportunity to shift and break that mold of generative curses that we have. I had to write that down because that is so good. It takes a community to raise yourself. Because you, you never hear that. You hear it takes a community to raise kids, right? But it yeah. takes a community to raise yourself. That's really, really good. Like you need the community. And normally we have to, some people were blessed just to be born into an amazing community, right? Where, yeah. every, where people already have that mindset. Uh, but for most cases, that's not the situation. And you have to like build that yourself and sometimes unknowingly you're doing it other times knowingly you're doing it uh but for you know for myself just as an example like it took me a long time to figure that out that, it happened at the absolutely. right time but it took a long time to figure it out so as we're coming to the close of this you know when you're working with people you're you're doing coaching with people and you're helping them what is Let's let's go back to the question, the opening question of why do people continually face setbacks? So if you're watching or listening right now and you're continually facing setbacks and you're like, why do I keep going through this pattern? Where is some somewhere that you would start with them? Maybe they're listening, watching, and they're they're in that place. They're stuck. They're frustrated. What is yeah, it, you know, the beginning place that they can start? Yeah, you know what? Again, going back to what you have spoken about is the root cause. I want to find out what is that root cause. Why do you feel that you're having that setback, right? Is it a mindset issue? Is it a blocked energy issue? Is it something that, you know, you're struggling with that, you know, is, is it fear? Where is it that you're having that setback from, right? Like I said, each person is going to be different. Yeah. However, I do find most people have this blocked energy because we're energy beings. So often I will, you know, do that discovery and then, I will lead them to at least one or two sessions of the body code and the emotion code. Find out what those trapped emotions are. Find out what those blockages are. Release those. Have that same experience that I had of, you know, releasing that baggage that we've been carrying on for generations. And then the next step becomes clarity. And then I help them through that clarity to get to where they want to be. Mm -hmm. And, you know, all of us want to get to a state of equanimity, right? Where we have this balance. We talk about work-life balance. There's never really work-life balance. It's how you create it within yourself right? That equanimity. So that no matter what the situation is, you're at peace with yourself. You're in joy. You're not looking for external items to bring you that happiness, that internal happiness is there. And that's why I call myself an entrepreneur, right? Start working from the inside. The outside will work out for itself. Often we're the reverse. We want to get everything on the outside thinking it's going to bring us internal happiness, which it never does. So true, man. So true, Al-Kareem. That's That's really good. If people want to get a hold of you, how do they do that? Um, so they can go to my website, appropriately named setback-2-triumph.com. Uh, so setback-2-triumph.com. Uh, or they can send me an email at nrji.healing at gmail.com. I love that. Setback-2-triumph.com. And all of your information will be uh, in the yeah. In the in the bio above or below on this episode, I want to thank you for doing what you do, Al Kareem. Thank you for being who you are. I love the fact that we got connected and that uh, we got to record this episode together. And thank you so much for being a part of the Unstuck Movement. I appreciate you having me.